What's up, guys? I'm Coda. And I'm Niche, and this is Random Motherfucking Contacts. And we're back, and we're late, and we're sorry. So sorry. Shit came up. It's okay. And um, obviously, we're not doing an interview tonight. That's alright. We have an interview coming up next episode that's gonna be badass. Yeah. This week, we're just gonna do a random Reddit episode. Yeah. Yep. So, sorry for the change of plans, but shit, shit happens. happens. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck have you been, buddy? Oh, I'm fucking so ready for it to be a new week. Yeah? Yeah. Last week was dumb as fuck. This week, hopefully, can be better. We're wishing for better weeks. I feel that. Um, this year hasn't been a bad year. No. But this last week was definitely a bad week. Like, I feel like mentally... Trials. There were some trials to get through. But we got through them, bitch. We're here. I have a couple things I gotta take care of. Still. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get there when I get there, though. It's alright. I am the queen of, um... Avoiding my problems until I have to, I, I have to do it. I have to take care of it. Procrastination. And that's, that's bad. Don't do that. Don't procrastinate. I'm the worst at procrastinating, dude. I'm trying to get out of that because I'm just bad about it. What do they expect from us? We're just kids. We're only 20s. Dude, literally. We're only in our 20s. We're just babies. I heard that this, every time I check an old person in. They're like, you're just a baby. I know. You're damn right. You're damn right. I'm realizing that now. As a teenager... I didn't think that. As a teenager, I was like, 21 is old. As soon mm-hmm. as you hit 21 year old, I remember telling people that, and they'd be like, oh, that hurts. Like, you don't have no idea. Bitch, I feel old. Physically. <laughs> but that's because I have to work so much. Yeah. Just to stay alive, and that's on the economy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel that. Dude, there's been so much dumb shit in the last week that, like, I realize how, one, how busy I fucking am. <laughs> You're a busy duck, dude. Between work and the children and school, fuck. Mentally today, dude, I was doing my homework earlier today, and, like, I could lay down for an hour, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm taking a nap. Like, an hour is not a nap for me. No. A, a nap for Coda is like three hours and she can still go to bed that night. Yeah. Yep. And this bitch can sleep. And when you wake her up, she's like, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the fuck do you want? <laughs> yeah. Um, so about that. <laughs> uh, the only one that could ever wake this bitch up when we lived together was Ollie because he'd crawl in bed with her. Yeah, just, just crawl like, up and cuddle with me for yeah. a little bit. And he does that to me now, so it's cool. But, yeah, he used to do that to her, and it was like, no oh, shit. I want cuddles. Fuck you. No, it was because Aunt Coda let him drink soda. <laughs> yes, I did. She taught him how to drink out of a fucking straw. Yep. But. Get the good good. <laughs> this week, like I said, we're doing random reddits just because we had to pull something out of our ass. But we are getting better. I still call us a new podcast. I know we've been doing this for a year. We're still definitely a new podcast. We're still a new podcast. We're still learning. We jumped headfirst into this. Didn't really think things over before we did it. So we're still learning, but it's still fun. I don't care what anybody says. I have fun doing it. 
Fuck yeah. Even though sometimes I'm like, motherfucker, I I like it. It's a good hobby for us. It's and- it's one of those things where like you look forward to being able being able just to release. Yes. That at least at least I do. It's just, it also it has helped me just because I have something other than like, and this is a, I'm not saying like this is a bad thing because I love hanging out with my kids and I love hanging out with my husband, but I have something other than that to look forward to too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like so, it's not just work and home life. There's something more, some social life, and it also cuts out some time in our busy lives for us, which is why we called it random contact because. It's random, bitch. Not anymore. It's scheduled now. But uh, it's random. And that's just I like. So we're going to throw some random Reddit episodes at you. Random Reddit stories at you guys. Um, I have two and Coda has two. So it might be a short one. It might be a long one. It depends on how much we have to say about each other's stories, I think. <laughs> yeah. We've done a Reddit episode before. But I yeah. think it was all Am I the Assholes. Yes. It was. I don't think either of us are doing Am I the Asshole ones. No. So, it's like a whole different kind of Reddit. I love Reddit stories sometimes. I'm still learning how to use Reddit. Same. Because it's like... I hardly ever get on there. It's like Twitter for me. It's like a foreign fucking country. I don't quite understand how to use it. I've never understood Twitter. (laughs) Dude, Twitter is... I'm kind of figuring out Twitter, but it's confusing (coughs) to me. It's not as confusing to me as Reddit is, though, because... I don't know. Maybe it's just because everything's in different subtexts and there's different sections to the comments. And I, I realized it's kind of like Facebook, like Facebook's new update. Fair. Now that I think about it. But it's more complicated. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because I haven't been using it very long. Maybe. But I have this one's so funny. I originally heard this one on a TikTok account and I laughed so fucking hard and I was so happy that I came across it oh, on Reddit great. today looking just like randomly looking. So <laughs> tonight I fucked up by throwing my steak out a window. Okay. <laughs> Last night, my wife's boss from her brand new job invited us over for dinner on the drive over. My wife reiterated many times to me just how important it is to make a good impression. I scoffed. And arrogantly informed my silly wife that I always make good impressions. My wife's boss is a single lady in her 50s. So it was just the three of us. We chit-chatted over drinks and salads and seemed to be really hitting it off. She laughed at my well-timed, perfectly appropriate jokes. And my (laughs) wife seemed pleased. (laughs) Soon, she brought out the main course. A nice, big, juicy steak for each of us. As I began to cut into my steak, I was discouraged to discover how undercooked this steak was. (laughs) Now, I've had my fair share of rare steak. I prefer medium, but I can handle rare. This was several minutes on a hot grill short of rare. I probably could have resurrected the cow (laughs) if I tried. Instead, I sat there fidgeting with my knife and fork, worrying about how I was going to get away with not eating this steak. Wow. Claim veganism? No. I'd already fiend great enthusiasm upon seeing the steaks. Just then, our hostess excused herself to the kitchen to take care of some dessert preparations. As I looked across the fancy dining room table, 
at the open window of the <laughs> third story apartment. A cartoon light bulb appeared over my head, and I'm sure the fuck it did, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You <laughs> said <I'm>, ding. <laughs> I knew I had to be decisive, realizing that she could return at any moment. I committed. I grabbed the steak with my hand, gently shook off the juice, and executed a perfect throw right through the center of the open window. <laughs> Here's the big time fu. The window wasn't open. It was the cleanest fucking window you've ever seen in your life. Oh my god! This is until my mostly raw slab of steak slammed up against it and slowly slid down, leaving a trail of bloody juice in its wake. My wife, whose steak was nice, medium rare, and was unaware of my predicament, turned, jaw dropped and stared at me like I was an alien from another planet. <laughs> I'm sure she fucking did. I'm sorry, this one's so fucking funny to me. And I've read it like four times. <laughs> this look then slowly morphed into the more there is no space on this planet you can ever hide from the expression of demonic anger. Oh my god. My wife's boss heard the thud of the steak window impact. And came in quickly. She took in the scene. The steak sitting on the windowsill. The blood trail. My empty plate. And then gave me an inquisitive, puzzled look. I just don't know what to say. It felt like a minute of silence, but it was probably three or four seconds. Finally, the best I could manage was, I, I'm so sorry. I'm such a klutz. I don't know. I was just cutting it, and it, it slipped. <laughs> Just ask my wife. I really am a klutz. Right, honey? No help coming from that direction. I will clean this up. I can't believe this. I am so sorry. Etc. Etc. Both women continued to stare at me like I had escaped from the loony bin as I smeared the blood around the window oh my with God. my cloth napkin, dusted off the steak, and continued to mutter my incoherent explanation. I knew no one was buying the story. I knew what I had to do. I sheepishly, sheepishly returned to my seat and proceeded to eat every single bite of that disgusting, cold, chewy, bloody raw steak. Oh. <laughs> I remained pretty quiet the rest of the evening. My wife's only two words for me since the incident are, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm sure. <sighs> Oh my god, could Edit. you imagine? <laughs> no, I would be so mad at Dakota if he did that. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I would say in that situation. Right. But there is an update on there. Um, <laughs> just got the first post. I'm fine communication from my wife via text. Who is at work? Good news, boss's name and I just had a good laugh over how much of a fucking idiot you are. I hope you will never live this down. Love you. <laughs> wow. So she's not mad at him, but her and her boss are laughing at him. <laughs> and I laughed so fucking hard when I read that story the first time. When I heard it the first time, I should say. I literally almost pissed my fucking pants. It was awesome. The Fuck. <laughs> he says it's the cleanest fucking window you've ever seen in your whole life. <laughs> it was awesome. I I feel like he 
did what Ryan would have done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryan would be like, I need an escape. He could have been like, oh, my bad. I dropped, like, he could have, like, dropped it on the table and been like, my bad, can I, like, cook the germs off? Yeah. Something. He could have just even just said, hey, can I cook it for a little longer? Yeah. No, he threw it out a window. He tried to throw it out a window. And steaks aren't cheap, bitch. No. They never have been. He said they were big and juicy. Oh. Yeah. Damn. I thought that shit was hilarious. I hope you guys laughed at that. Maybe I'm just a <coughs> dumbass, but I thought that, that shit, shit was, was hilarious. Funny. Okay. <clears throat> so I found, I went more creepy, but that's because my brain has been there. We can balance her creepy with my funny, and this is fine. This is what yeah. we do. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> So it says, the night that I found out that one of my father's scary bedtime stories was real. I hate the sound of this. Right. Um, my father was the best storyteller. Every single night growing up, I'd lie in bed awaiting uh, my father to come in and tell me a bedtime story. His stories were incredible. To this day, I'm not entirely sure where he came up with most of his ideas. It seemed like almost every other night he'd have an entirely new story for me. <clears throat> Sounds like my grandma. <laughs> she would tell me some crazy stories but they, they weren't like bad stories they were like good little kid stories but yeah just like she'd just sit there and tell them to me and she always told me different ones <laughs> sounds like my grandma he would tell me about courage courageous yet flawed warrior seeking uh retribution for horrendous crimes done to them he'd speak of mythical worlds and that i could barely uh that i could only barely comprehend there would be stories of true love, failure, victory, and honor. I'd lay there hanging on to every word as he regaled me with each with each tale. Eventually, my fatigue would grow too great and my mind would slip off into deep, deep sleep. One day, my uh, when my father came in to tell me yet another story, I asked him if he could uh, make this one a scary story. He paused for a moment, giving me both a look of surprise and thoughtfulness. Out of all of the stories he had told me, none of them had been particularly scary. They were more thrilling and action-packed. Uh, he sat there staring out the window for a few seconds before turning and smiling at me. Then he began to speak. <laughs> Those woods right outside your window, he said. I glanced over at the window and saw the faint trees swaying in the moonlight. I nodded in response. He looked over, uh, over his shoulder for a moment as... If he were about to tell me a dangerous secret, there's something in those woods, he continued. And when he said this, I felt a chill drift into my room. Thought it was probably just in my head, to be honest. He continued. Every seven years, it emerges from the deeper reaches of the woods. It prowls around, crawling on all fours. It searches. It hunts. Uh, its body is like a man's, but longer. Its arms and legs stretching out at odd angles. <laughs> I did not read this far into the story. <laughs> Reaching out into odd angles. Its skin is like coal, which makes it difficult to spot during the night. Its head is long and narrow, but the most unsettling feature of this creature it has to be its eyes. It has multiple eyes all over its head, like Ew. it's a spider. Ew. <laughs> it uses multiple eyes to spot its prey in the dark. It creeps around through the night until it finds an unsuspecting victim, usually drifts usually a drifter or someone unlucky enough to be outside during that time. 
Sometimes when it has difficulty finding prey, it ventures into residential areas and searches for unlocked windows. If it finds one, it crawls inside of the house and grabs the nearest person it can find. It will drag them back outside into the dark woods where it keeps them for seven years, feeding off of them until it's time to reemerge and hunt once again. Excuse me while I go and lock all of my windows. <laughs> Literally, I'm going to go home and check every single one. <laughs> I could feel my hands beginning to tremble slightly as I gripped my blanket next to me. My father, taking note of this, smiled down at me and told me not to worry. He said that as long as I kept my window locked, I would be safe. He stood up from my bed and walked over to my window. <laughs> That's like that. I'm just going to hide under my blanket. Yeah. If I'm under my blanket and nobody can see me. Yep. He just stared out for a few seconds before checking to make sure it was locked. Just as he was about to shut off my bedroom light and close my door, I asked him if he had ever seen this thing before. He paused for a few moments. A moment. A few moments. A few, yeah. A few moments later. <laughs> Pausing a few moments before reassuring, a reassuring look crept onto his face. He didn't answer me. He just wished me a good night and shut the door. So <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, kid. Think on it. Night night. He, um, I remember laying awake for most of that night, staring at the window, wondering if I could see that face my father described, a face of multiple eyes staring back at me. Eventually, my eyelids shut, and I fell asleep. While I slept, I dreamt of that shadowy figure. What <laughs> I dreamt that that shadowy figure was chasing me. I ran as hard as my legs could carry me, but it was like I was running on a sheet of ice. Uh, it wrapped me. It wrapped its arms around my legs and began dragging me through the grass. It was pulling me closer and closer to the forest, which was now in the shape of a giant moth. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Okay. I was screaming, but I could hear no sound coming from my mouth. Then I just then as I crossed the threshold, I was jolted awake and sat up in my bed. Screaming, it only took a few seconds for me to realize my room had been brightened by the light outside. I felt a weight lift off my chest and I as I finally calmed. Since that night, despite my father telling me uh, new stories every other day, I couldn't help but think of the creature in the woods every time he'd leave my room. Thankfully, the nightmares did not last very long, and over time, the story faded from my mind entirely. Good for you, because this isn't going to leave me for a while. A few years later, my father passed away. He developed cancer. After months of battling it, uh, the cancer selfishly won. The, Sad. Yeah. The year, that year was dark, a dark time for my family. However, with the support of my family and friends, we all managed to pull through. With each passing year... <coughs> I die. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. The grief lessened, but his memory still uh, remained. Then another few years during my senior year in high school, something happened. I'd gotten home from school and saw my mom had already left for work. I'd gotten home from school and saw that my mom already left for work. She had been working frequently the last few years to make up for the low income. I offered to get a part-time job to help her out with the bills, but she told me that everything was fine. She said that we weren't in dire need for money, but that working helps her take her mind off of things. She also went on to say that I needed to focus on my schooling so I could get into college and turn in, <clears throat> turn in, 
get into college and turn in and get a good job down the line. Although I understood her reasoning, it was still painful to see her working so much. Regardless, I walked into my room, tossed my bag onto my bed. I pulled out, uh, I pulled out some of my books and tossed them, well, pulled out some of my books and set them on my desk. Every half hour or so, I'd split my time between doing homework, studying, and watching TV. Before I knew it, the sky had darkened and it was time for bed. I shut off my TV, got changed, crawled into bed. As I lay there, I found it difficult to sleep. My mind was uh, restless, and I and despite my efforts, I couldn't seem to calm my thoughts. I cracked open my eyes and saw the clock on my desk nearing 2 a.m. By this point, when I had heard by well, by this point, <laughs> excuse her while she has a seizure. Yeah, my bad. Look, um. By this point, that is when I heard something, a sound which pierced the silence of my room. It was a knife. Like a knife. It was a tap. A l- a, it was a tap. Yet, I keep skipping words and my brain is like broken. <laughs> it was it's a okay, tap. Buddy. A light yet sharp tap that echoed around me. My eyes instantly snapped open and I looked over to my window. My blood nearly turned into ice. In my veins, the memory of my father rushed into my mind. Memories of the stories that he used to tell me. Memories of the thing that lived in the woods behind my house. If its face and body were obscuring most of my window. If it weren't for the faint bit of the moonlight outside, I probably wouldn't have seen it. It was a, there was a bunch of movement across the face, like multiple insects crawling on it. Yuck. Then I realized they weren't insects. They were eyelids. Eyelids opening and closing, looking around rapidly as I lay there in disbelief, wondering if I had fallen asleep and this was just a nightmare. Then I watched as the shadowy limb stretched out towards the base of my window. My mom, my mind stopped thinking about whether or not it was a nightmare, and instead I wondered if I had recently locked my window. The sickening sound of my window sill breaking open as the ga- glass began to slip, uh, slide, hit, slide up, hit my ears. The fight or flight response kicked and I rolled out of my bed. I dashed across my room, uh, dashed across my room, opened my bedroom door, and, but it slammed in my face. All of my joints locked up simultaneously as I couldn't believe what had just happened. The creature that was once outside my window seconds ago was now above me. One hand was firmly pressed against the, against the door. The other seemed to be stuck against my wall. Its head twisted unnaturally, almost spinning entirely upside down, and all of its eyes were focused on me. I backed away, wondering what to do. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) My bedroom was on the second floor. I, uh, so jumping would probably injure me. If I, if it didn't, if I didn't, I'd probably be right where it wanted me. Standing next to my bed, my bedroom door was a coat rack my father had assembled for me years ago. I grabbed it and swung it at the creature as hard as I could. It sounded, the sound of the impact, splintering wood resonated around me. It was a, f- and few prongs snapped, and few of the prongs snapped off. The creature reared back slightly, but it only gave a moment's pause. That was jarring to me. Um, that, wow, what just happened? Okay. <laughs> Technical difficulties. It happens sometimes. Yeah, the fucking comments, like, disappeared. Oh, there it is. Reddit. It's hard <laughs> to use. Literally. Um, 
That sound that was jarring to me that the thing made no sound. The sound of the impact and splintering wood resonated around me, and a few of the prongs snapped off. The creature reared back slightly, but it only gave a moment's pause. That was jarring to me. That was jarring to me. Oh, what was jarring to me? Jesus Christ. Was that the thing made no sound. Aside from the previous window tapping, it made no breathing, no shrieks, no pain, no growls, and even the floor began... Or in even moving around, it barely made noises. It crawled onto the floor and began closing the distance to me, forcing me to back over where my bed was. It was now taking up nearly half of my room. Ew. God. I have bad nightmares like this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It lowered its stance, and a second later, it lunged at me, reaching out with its long arms. When it did this, I swung the coat rack wildly. The end of the wood connected with its head, it, and it clattered to the floor. In the, in a flash, it, I dashed past it, opened my door, and slammed it shut behind me. I sprinted down the stairs and turned into the living room. Or yeah, turned on the living room light next to me. Then I stopped, keeping the coat rack aimed at the stairs toward my bedroom door. Suddenly, the front door of my house opened behind me, and I spun around on my heels, ready, ready to strike. I managed to stop myself at the last second when I saw that it was my mom coming home late from work. (laughs) Sir, did you take acid? (laughs) Uh, She screamed at me and asked what what in the world I was doing. Breathless, I told her something had crawled into my bedroom window. (laughs) (laughs) Crawled into my bedroom from my window. She sighed heavily and stormed upstairs. Despite my protest, she promptly opened my bedroom door. There was nothing there, just a few pieces of splintered wood, and that was it. She scolded me for breaking the coat rack that my father had given me and told me to go back to bed. After inspecting my room, I found that there was no sign of the creature whatsoever. I quickly shut and locked my window tightly. I peered outside for a few moments, but it was far too dark to see anything of note. It was safe to say I didn't sleep all night. My father used to tell me incredible stories when I was a kid. To this day, I'm not entirely sure... Where he came up with most of his ideas, but the next morning I stared at the large handprint on the outside of my window, that oh, on the outside of my re- window revealed by the morning sun, gave me the realization that at least one of my father's stories was true. That would be so fucked up and creepy. Yeah, I feel like it might have been like a trauma, like overtired delusion, possibly. possibly but damn. That would or fly. a sleep paralysis, maybe. Talk about going and checking into a hotel with no windows. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of no hotel, windows. Hotel, holiday in. Speaking of no fucking windows. Um, I read a short story, read it, that was basically <laughs> just like this one time I took some acid and <laughs> I was, sh- <laughs> I ate some Taco Bell and this, by the way, it was a Reddit story. This isn't me saying this. this is, I didn't do this. <laughs> But the person was like, I took some acid and I ate some Taco Bell. And then I was shitting really hard on my toilet a couple hours in. And I was really tripping. And I shit and I sneezed at the same time. And at that exact moment, my power went out. And I thought that I sneezed so hard that I went blind and I cried for the rest of my trip. I laughed so fucking hard at that. I, that's going to be etch-a-sketched into my brain. Every time I sneeze, I'm going to fucking think about that. It's so fucking funny. 
all I can imagine is being like one being in the bathroom, like the darkest room of your possible house. Absolutely, ever. unless you have one of those big windows that like shouldn't be in your bathroom that are in like, some like bathrooms. In the shower. Yeah, those. That, that, yeah. Why? That's such a design flaw. Even when they have like the stuff that goes over it, so you can't see. You can yeah. still see a nipple through that. Oh yeah. Like you could see the outline. I can see your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, words from Snooky. <laughs> but yeah, no, that would be fucking terrifying. <laughs> all the lights go out. Oh you're ripping hard on acid. Yeah, no, I laughed so hard when I read that. It wasn't really like podcast its own story worthy, but no. it was definitely like mention worthy because it was Fuck fucking yeah. funny. It was hilarious. So both of mine, like I said, are pretty funny this time. This one I laughed pretty hard at to the point where, like, there was a couple tears. <laughs> so I'm going to try not to fucking laugh while I'm reading it. But I got the giggles, y'all. No, You guys know how I am. So what is your silent, unseen act of personal defiance? You know, the little thing that you do that you really shouldn't do, but then you do it anyways because fuck you. <laughs> That title reminded me of Coda. Literally. So, (laughs) if I decide to stare, it's usually with a, yeah, what the fuck are you going to do about it look? I'm about 6'7". So, when I'm trying to be friendly, i.e. not farting on a stranger's kid's head, and meeting... (laughs) (laughs) Just wait. And meeting a family member's friend or kid... For the first time, I've noticed that they get very hide between their mother's legs, intimidated on sight if I'm not sitting down. So it's not hard. It so it's not hard for me to silence slash intimidate a child, especially when I'm trying to. However, a few times I have been called out. One time, I was pretty drunk with a friend at a Target buying Risk, and no, we never finished playing the whole game. This little five to seven year old with a mohawk was being insufferable, was being an insufferable little shit in the action figure section. I heard him from like five aisles over and it was like nails on a chalkboard. I tell my friend, I'm going to fart on this kid's head. Watch and learn. (laughs) I saunter on over to the aisle in question and see the vile little prick calling his mom an idiot for not buying him a huge fucking G.I. Joe, the movie vehicle, which pissed me off even more considering how awful that movie was. Buy some good toys. I'm sorry, but the way that he put that in there reminded me of the way that the book You is written. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Anyways, buy some good toys. I already bought that one for you and you broke it by throwing it down the stairs. Shut up. I need it. It's the only one I don't have now. The mother was younger than me. I'm mid-twenties and gave a defeated look. I don't have enough money right now. You are an idiot and continued to just berate and publicly shame this woman. At the time, I was on a strict Chipotle carne asadas burrito diet. Oh my god. (laughs) And while I was watching all this, my stomach gave me an initial warning gurgle. Very curious, very courteous stomach. Telling me I was about an hour away from punishing the toilet. (laughs) Destiny. I inch a bit closer to my prey, inspecting some wrestling toys and pondering the weird homoeroticness of the whole sport in general. The kid shouts, fuck you, I hate you. The mom rolls her eyes and turns her back to the kid to ignore him. And could you believe it? 
The kid gets on his hands and knees and starts taking the toy out of the box. It's go time, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I position my back towards him. And at this point, I'm like two feet away from him. His head is down, getting frustrated with those little goddamn twisty tie things. And I go for the kill. I bend down to reach for one of the toys on the lower shelves. And at this point, my ass is inches away from this kid's head. Now, generally speaking, the best way to go about this is to act casual, drop your belly (laughs) bomb, then walk away after a few seconds like nothing is out of the ordinary. I usually go one aisle over and listen to the kid's reaction in delight. However, I hate that he's done this more than one time. (laughs) (laughs) However, today I couldn't help myself. I have my head tilted back looking at this kid. From the corner of my eye to assure accuracy. (laughs) This reminds me of my dad. I'm so close from a distance it looks like I'm about to sit on him. My friend sees this happening and can no longer control himself. He's covering his mouth with his hee-haw hyperventilating donkey turtle of a fairy audible cover of the late 90s pop music playing on loudspeakers. The kid immediately looks up towards the laughter, but can't help notice there is an ass now directly in his face. (laughs) Coda's dying laughing right now. Oh my god. Breathe. (laughs) Now I'm trying not to laugh, but also panicking as I just made eye contact with him. He furls his brow and I look over in the mother's direction, still back towards us. I relish in the moment and look back on this child's confused and naive face. This also reminds me of Keja. (laughs) The initial blast was mighty and boisterous. I swear I saw his hair blowing back in the wind, so to speak. If I wasn't wearing jeans, I think it could have probably blown over an empty soda can. <laughs> I would call it a very fun part. A plus would be but A plus would buy it again. However, that immediately followed. <laughs> what immediately followed? <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, guys. I told you I was going to try, but it's so fucked up. Oh. However, what he immediately followed that however, what immediately followed that out of the tr- chamber was truly horrifying. The farts implication changed without a notice and swiftly it went from a joyous dry air <laughs> squeakle to a nefarious hissing mephis. I think the little Muppet noticed the hateful metamorphosis before I even did because he wrenched his neck, violently trying to get away from the personified evil being fumigated into his soul. Because of his positioning, how hovering over the toy, hands and knee, it was all in vain as the only way out was forward. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Oh <laughs> and forward would mean certain death. 
I have positioned myself well on the higher ground, free to escape <laughs> at any time. And him, poor and immobilized, bidding his time until the cruel attack was over. Obviously, this child needed to reread Sun Tzu. In total, it lasted about four seconds, but for that kid, it must have seemed like time was frozen. The long-term severe brain damage, which he no doubt suffered, only added to that effect. When I finished with my bids, forcing a little boy to huff my farts, there was a silent, pregnant pause. The kid was clearly shocked and stunned. No one had ever stood up to this dwarf sociopath in his life. I had taken the words out of his mouth and filled it with fart. <laughs> I make my first move, picking up the toy I was reaching for off the low shelf. Take a few steps forward and stare at it for a few seconds. On two alligator, the only thing that the kid could on two alligator, the only thing that the kid could manage to do was burst into tears. My friend senses danger. The jig is up and his head darts for cover oh, that's fucking oh my god the kid turns down to his mom and starts crying and the mom turns around to see her kid with an open toy crying on the floor to me minding my own business she walks up to him and asks what's wrong asks what's wrong but the kid can't speak all he gets out is fart <laughs> It took every fiber in my body not to laugh. I put the toy back on the middle shelf, turn around, give a final nonchalant look-see, and then begin to take my exit. Sensing that his assailant was getting away, scotch-free, he somehow managed to compose himself for a moment, and he shouts, He farted on me! I could feel him pointing at me, but I continued to act like I was just browsing. I was almost around the corner when the mom goes, Excuse me? Sir. I turn around, non-paused. Uh, who? Me? While pointing to myself. Yes. Did you fart? That was my fucking fat-ass dog trying to lay down on my fucking... Sorry, guys. <laughs> Did you fart on my son? Weighing my options, I played dumb. What? I mean, I did fart on my son. Well, I mean, technically speaking, I mean, what's on? <laughs> Why did you fart on my son? At this point, the little kid had a look of fuck you on his face. Happy to see me in trouble. Fuck you. I'm a man. I will fart on you if I please. <laughs> <laughs> I turn my attention to the little kid and stare at him. Because the whole store could hear him being a little rotten asshole to his mother. So I thought I'd come over here and treat him like one. <laughs> the mom looks at me, her son, and the scattered G.I. Joe wrapper's box on the floor. The mom is puzzled as to what to do and says, just, just go. That's my cue. I turn around, walk away with a little extra step. I look around to see the black orb of security cameras and all the stories on Reddit about unjustly having to register as a sex offender flash before my eyes. As soon as I turn the corner, I book outside as fast as I can while dialing my friend like a true friend. He is right out front with the engine running and risk yeah. the truck. <laughs> we laugh on the car ride back about the whole situation. 
Oh my gosh. With a slight hint of seriousness in his tone, my friend asked me, can you do, the, do you do that a lot? <laughs> the fact that his friend has to ask him. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, not that much. Like once every six months or so. We both knew I was lying. We got to our other friend's house, played Risk until four in the morning while drinking scotch. Overall, I would say it was a pretty, pretty good day. <laughs> the end. That was... <laughs> do you do that a lot? Oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, that was gold. That was just the laugh I needed to make this weekend better for me. Yep. It was exactly what I needed. And I'm glad I could share it with you guys. And I hope you guys think that that was funny because I seriously could not contain myself. That shit's fucking funny to me. I don't know Dude, I why. I was crying. That was funny. <laughs> there was a point when Koda was like bent over holding her fucking <laughs> stomach. It was awesome. Oh, that was awesome. That was gold. Um. So my next story is like inspired by steven's idea he told me to get into the subreddit of antarctica being like the only thing that's saving us in this world and i couldn't find that uh-huh so i was like okay we're gonna go with ufos yeah obviously <laughs> obviously right <coughs> okay <laughs> both on glasscock in south did you just say black wait <laughs> Wait, did wait, did you just say both on glass cock? <laughs> I had to double check myself. Okay, um, so he says, oops, forgot to mention that this was glass cock in Alton slash mission area. No fucking idea where that is. Hold the fuck <laughs> on, keep reading. I'm good. Glass cock. So, both on glass cock, just south past the elementary school. And El Tigre, different years, but both, both before the big freeze killed, a big freeze killed so many orange trees. Shut the fuck up! It is. It's Glasscock County. It's in fucking Texas. <laughs> oh my god! There's a thousand people in it. <sighs> it's in Garden City, and that just makes so much sense to That's me. That's so funny. Ah, uh, okay. Fucking keep going. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> One was just a normal dude who ran out of the orange trees and across the road into a field. Except he was butt-ass naked and running like a coyote. Which what the fuck? is what I assumed was it was from a distance at first. He just ran off into the night and that was that. <laughs> the second one is more of an actual puzzle. And I'm glad I finally have a place to ask about it. This happened in the early evening, and having my kid in the while having my kid in the car with me, I didn't want to stop to photo photograph some weird shit um, <clears throat> at that very moment. What we saw was a massive dark gray humanoid, humanoid bird looking thing. It was Ew. just standing in the shadows of the trees. At first, I thought it was an escaped zoo shoe bill, which I don't know what a shoe bill is. I'll Google it. Um, until we got closer to it. Upon passing it, it 
had what looked like a very long, sickly, thin arms. It's a really cute little bird that looks like a dinosaur. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. Uh, it looked like a looked like long. It looked long, like it had long, sickly, thin arms and a partially human face with excessively large eyes. What I thought was a shoebill's long and wide beak was actually a thin-looking chest. I couldn't see too much of its legs or lower half, but it was remarkably tall, and I'm 5'7", and I wouldn't be surprised if it was at least a head taller than me. So that's like me and Steven. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had slowed down from 40 miles per hour to roughly 10. As we passed it, it appeared to walk forward while stretching its arms toward us, moving its face directly toward us. Ew. <laughs> Fuck that. Not the car, us inside. My Why did it even slow down? Right? My daughter started to cry, and I and I just took off, reassuring her that it was an escaped shoebill. It must just look gnarly because it's lost. That's it. Nothing <laughs> special happened. We didn't hear anything. Uh, it didn't chase us or nothing wild. It just looked freakishly freaky as all get the fuck out. My mother-in-law believes we witnessed a... Uh, The La Lechuza. La Lechuza. Thank you. I'm not native from here. Um, from Virginia and Kentucky areas. Thus, I'm unf unfamiliar with large... Something. Large things in the area. I'm quite a skeptical person, so any wildlife info would be appreciated. But I'm also open-minded to anyone's thoughts or beliefs on the matter. A la lechuza is an omen of death, and it's usually like a big-ass owl. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, this chick saw, or this person saw something. Something out there. The chupacabra. <laughs> the chupacabra or the fucking spider-looking thingy from the last story. Dude, that, I would shit my pants if I saw something that looked like a spider <laughs> but was like big enough to take up half my fucking room. No, he had to have been like hallucinating or having a bad dream, maybe Something. sleepwalking, sleep paralysis. Something. I feel like that's just way crazy. And he was just like really mourning the yeah. death of his dad. Yeah. And then he had a bad dream about it. I don't know. I can't explain. Maybe it's. It could also just be one of those Reddit creepy stories because like creepy pasta. Creepy pasta. So. Yeah. Could be. This is a good episode for having to throw it together in 24 hours. I'm fucking so proud of us. We had a whole other thing set up and look at us go. Literally every time. Sorry uh, that one was so thrown together, you guys. But I hope it made you giggle at least a little bit. <laughs> and our next episode is interviewing again. And this one we will have for you guys on time. I yes. promise you guys. Bumps in the road happen sometimes. We're... She's been on the show before, hasn't she? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's going to be Alexis. I was going to say, yeah. So we're going to be interviewing her. It's going to be super fun. She was like one of the... She is the first person we brought on the show, technically. Yep. She was on like the second episode. Yeah. So... Stories with the innocent. Yep. We're bringing her back. We're having... We're having an interview with her because what, what, how could we not have an interview with her? She was the first person on the fucking show. You guys know a little bit about her. Yeah. But now you're going to know more, motherfuckers. <laughs> I haven't seen her in a minute. She's doing really good. I'll tell you off. Yeah, of course. I'll tell you off recording, but she is doing really good. 
But I hope you guys have a wonderful night. You know that you can hit us up on our on our socials. Yes. We got Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Random Contact or Random Contacts. And those will be linked in the description. Yep. We are super sorry that, again, that this fucking episode's so thrown together and late and crazy. Vengeance will be fucking had. Vengeance will be had. We are going to have the come up of a lifetime. You guys don't even get to know it. We're just going to laugh about it yeah. by ourselves. Oh, yeah. No. But. Not even going to talk about it. It's not worth it. Thank you guys so much for Thank listening. Thank you so much. We're super motherfucking excited for the next episode. Hell yeah. Alexis this should be fun. is amazing. We've got a couple other fucking interviews coming up in the next couple months. We've got some cool other episodes we have planned for you guys. So yeah, the next couple months is pretty mapped out for us. Pretty set in stone. We yeah. are going to be doing some backup episodes and stuff just in case this ever happens again. Mm. That way we just don't have to worry about it. We can just post it. We do appreciate you guys. Let us know what you think Everything. about the episode. If you laughed, if you cried, if you got scared. Got scared. Maybe <laughs> got don't. Scared. If you skip my story in the middle, I understand because it's late. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Later.